0: You're listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators Podcast after a 2-1 road victory in Columbus. Tim Stutzlo. It's the game winner. I'm Ross Levitan. Alongside me, as always, Brandon Piller and the Marsh Martian Pilsey. One minute left. Senators are up a goal. What's going through your mind?
1: Well, what was going through my mind is uh, I don't want Brady Kachuk to ice it yet again. Although, to be fair, he did get very close with that soft chip shot. eh? I thought that was going in for sure, but the boys held on. And um, that, that last line for the Columbus Blue Jackets, there's actually a decent amount of firepower on there. So it was pretty impressive they were able to hold on to this win. And, man... Finally, guys, finally, Tim Stutzla gets a meaningful goal that actually matters in a game, and it's a game-winner and a highlight reel goal nonetheless.
0: Four points in five games now since Tim Stutzla turned 20 years old. Martian, walk us through that game-winner
2: highlight reel stuff. He was absolutely flying. Tim Stutzla, I've never seen him really look like that before where he – and I'm not, I'm not trying to compare him to McDavid by any means, but he scored a McDavid-esque goal. That was McDavid's style, you know, where he has all the speed in the world and his hands are moving at the same pace. That second line is looking really good with the two of those guys together, Formanton and Stutzlitz. So I was really happy with that goal. And and to be able to finish it like that the way he did, that gave him so much confidence. You could just tell moving forward in the game, he, he was... Continued that speed, and he he tried to break off a few more breakaways and and things like that. He was really flying, so I was, I was super happy with his game tonight. He was probably, yeah, I mean, definitely the, the the best player for the Sens tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with Kevin. He was dancing out there on the ice, yeah. and that's why I love Tim Stutzla at the center ice position because he's able to use his feet. He's such a good skater, and he's able to carry the puck through the neutral zone with ease. And yeah, he basically split the D there and. He had to really turn the Jets on to get fully past both those defen- defensemen. And I'm pretty sure Zach Wierenski was one of them. So, like, that's a good skater, too. So, Tim Stutzla. And then he gets uh, the deke and goes top shelf with the backhand. Like, that was just absolutely beautiful. You were w- We were waiting for Timmy to get one of those goals. And now that he's got that in his back pocket, I agree with you. I think he's going to be more confident. And it was yet another game where the top line was... I don't want to say flat because they've got a lot of assignments and I mean, the top line is never an easy job in the NHL, but this second line has really shown that secondary scoring. It is possible from this team, maybe third and fourth line scoring, not quite there yet, but Hey, we got first line scoring pretty much all season and now we're getting second line scoring. So things are progressing here.
2: And another goal from the back end as well.
1: Yeah, huge. Huge.
0: Right off the bat, Tyler Ennis, One of the best to ever lace him up gets an assist three minutes after being a healthy scratch in the last game. You talk about assignments for the top line. It's the Ovechkin line in Washington, then the Crosby line tonight. You're up against another tough test on the second half of back to back. So um, I'm with you in the secondary scoring. I was saying the irony that Connor Brown gets out of the lineup and Alex Formanton picks up, if not accelerates, the scoring after that. But boys, we've gotten too far into this show without talking about Anton Forsberg, my Sen Central standout to kick us off here. If he doesn't make those two highlight reel saves in the first period, this might be a completely different game. So stick taps to Forsberg on this night. Pilsey, who do you have as yours?
1: Well, Martian, I think I know your send central standout, so I'll I'll leave it for you as the guest. Uh, I'm willing to do that, and I'm gonna take. We talked about this before we started, guys, and you might laugh, but since the face offs was my biggest concern in last game, it was absolutely atrocious. I'm giving a send central standout to Dylan Gambrell. Like,
2: yeah, you are.
1: You got it. Like, <laughs> okay, and before everyone laughs. 12 for 14 in the faceoff dot, 86%. And look, we know Dylan Gambrell is a defensive type player. Okay, DJ Smith puts him in for the defensive zone draws. 11 for 13. That is absolutely dynamite from your your bottom six guys. And we talked about it. Someone, anyone is going to have to pick up the slack in the faceoff dot. And Dylan Gambrell stepped up tonight.
2: I love that pick from
1: you. I knew you would, Martian. I knew you would. That's your guy. Your guy.
2: Yeah. Dylan Gambrell. I mean, you can't say he doesn't get enough roses for what he does out there from, from this group, at least. So nice pick Pillsy. And uh, thanks for leaving me the easy one. Definitely going to go with Tim Stutzler. I already kind of touched on everything he's been doing here, but Um, Not a ton of ice time tonight, but the ice time that he did get, he made a big difference with it. So uh, I don't even know with like time on ice to like puck on his stick time. I'm sure it was quite high for him. Like as far as league, we need an
1: advanced stat for that, eh?
2: He he had the puck on his stick almost every shift that he was out there, and he was in the middle of the ice with tons of speed, and his hands were going tonight. Like I said, so I, I think he only got credit for one shot on goal, which seems weird, but he. He was creating tons of chances. 100% shooting so, success. Yeah, and, and obviously <laughs> that, that highlight real goal is uh, really, really nice uh, to see out of Tim So So he's my standout.
0: Yeah, that's a good choice there as well. You'll see that on uh, the highlight of the night as well. Um, I need a word from from you, Pilsy, though, on Forsberg. We kind of jumped off him real quick, but he was uh, enough that we should go back and
1: give him some more love. Oh, yeah. Goalie friendly show. You know it. And hey, he had a big save. Uh, it was a sense power play. And I think it was uh, one of the Ovs. Gabri- Gabrikov uh, for yeah. Columbus. There's like, quite a few of them there now these days. But uh, it was a good chance for them on the PK. And Forsberg stood up tall. And hey, final. And this is what I was saying. Like Forsberg. I'm sure he knew he was getting this start. It's up against a lower team in the standings, let's be honest. And he performed very well. Like he wasn't just tossed into the fire here. And that's what I think Forsberg can do on any given night if he's given the proper preparation, not two hours before puck drop. So I think this was a great game by Forsberg. And if you're the Senators, if especially the forwards and uh, defensemen, like you got to be looking back there now, and you're like, okay, now we're at a point where our goalies are giving us a chance to win night in and night out, so we need to really make reward them for that, right? And hey, two-one squeaker of a win, but two points look the same in the standings, so this is a hell of a game by the Sens, and it's nice to finish off that road trip one-one and one like we thought they would, eh?
0: third road trip that's lasted three games one one and one has been the answer on all three of them but it's good to go into the work week feeling good after win And if you're driving to work on a monday morning remember you can catch the postcast live after each and every ottawa senators game on our youtube channel and we've got lots of comments here and i've seen a few on eric branstrom who on paper took over as the number one right defenseman with jacob bernard docker being a scratch now we're gonna go with bumps
2: and bruises right for him Got to think that's the case there, right? Like the, he didn't play himself out of the lineup, in my opinion. DJ did make a few comments about guys having bumps and bruises, but he also did mention that some of the changes were by design. So uh, let's just give him the benefit, benefit of the doubt and say that uh, JBD was uh, not by design and, and that he is a little banged up. Got to hope that's the case because he was playing quite well and you guys talked about it. We've talked about it, I think, on the postcast too. He's He's, he's had a few good games in a row. I don't think there's any reason to take him out there.
0: Pilsy, how do you think Branstrom did in his replacement? He's been having a few good games. I thought he was all right.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a scenario too, guys where if this isn't a back to back scenario, I don't think DJ Smith takes JBD out of the lineup. And like Victor, Victor Mete hasn't played in quite some time. So I think that's just DJ being like, all right, back to back. Now we know our schedule. We know games are going to be jam packed. And I'm going to give JBD a night off here and get Victor Mete. And so I don't have a huge problem with that, especially with Brandstrom being able to move up and be the top right-hand uh, defenseman there. Like, It's great to see him have this opportunity. We've been clamoring for this to happen, and finally it's happening, and Brandstrom is is making sure he stays up there. And I think he had a really good game, and him and Chabot are starting to look like a pretty formidable pair as a top pair, which is nice to see from here, young guys.
0: Cole Moorhead in the comments mentioning Nick Holden's game calls elite as well. That pair with Artem Zub did a great job tonight, shutting down any sort of offensive attempts from the Blue Jackets. So I love to see this defensive unit start to grow. And as it gets younger, it's how I'm gaining more and more confidence going forward because last, he's been great down in Belleville, although he's on a bit of an off time right now. I don't know if you saw him and Roby Jarventi at the ODRs in Toronto oh, in, and yeah. in they're uh, almost two weeks between games, but Lassie showed well, and now you got JBD and Brantstrom making an impact. And we know what Zub is. Hopefully they can get him at a reasonable term here coming up after next season. But I don't know. You're starting to see the, the skeleton tur- get some meat on it. And that's without the top line, as we said, maybe playing their best hockey in the last couple games. But, hey, it's a win, and it's on the road. And the Senators now head home for a date with the Buffalo Sabres, a team that beat them just last week. Pilze, what's your early thoughts before we get to locked on Senators tomorrow morning?
1: Well, I mean, if you're the Sens coming off this win and going back to Buffalo, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself because that was a buff, that game against Buffalo was a very winnable game. And now I've been saying it this whole road trip, right? The process is there, just the results aren't. Well, the process was here and the results were. So, Let's do a little uh, a little switcheroo on the results for this time for the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, I think the Sens have a good chance to get a W here. And especially, you know, when you're able to win that second game of a back-to-back, and especially when the first game of the back-to-back was an OT loss. Like, that's, you can build off that. That's some good momentum going into next week. So I'm fired up for more Sens hockey and uh, bring on the Sabres. I don't know if you guys saw Craig Anderson full participant
2: in practice. I was gonna bring that up. Makes he, he me so sad. To, no fans. That's he was supposed awful. to be out for the entire year. I thought like didn't it's, wasn't that reported that he was. It, supposed he had to a out long. He was
1: supposed to be on long term IR, but I guess it was he's long to term. Think of sense.
0: It. <laughs> Yeah, it was like late so long. late
2: October. In my opinion, I'd actually rather see Anderson come in because I did not like playing against Michael Hauser. So. No, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So Caden Cowling writes in. Forget who's starting for Buffalo.
0: Who starts yeah. for the Ottawa Senators? We'll start with you, Pills.
1: This is interesting. I I think you go back to Murray because yeah. like Ross, I understood your sentiment of getting Murray back in, but Matt Calibon Murray is-
0: just played back to back games this weekend.
1: Yeah, Matt Murray is not Connor Hellefuck. I mean, <laughs> it's no offense uh, to Murray, but... Uh, no,
0: I, I get it, and Forsberg played well. I guess I was a little gun-shy after maybe Forsberg's last start not going the way anyone would have liked, but, hey, he was awesome tonight.
1: But I think you, you give Matt Murray a chance here because as long as he's healthy, and, I mean, that's that's a day-to-day, uh, hour-to-hour uh, thing to, to look at is Matt Murray's health here, but if Matt Murray's healthy, he's good to go, he feels good, get him in that game, give him another chance to kind of make up for what happened in his last game. And I think that'd be the right move for sure.
0: So after that game, it's the first of a four-game homestand. The Carolina Hurricanes, who the Sens beat early in December, they're coming to town next. Then the Anaheim Ducks and Edmonton Oilers, who finally got a win in the Battle of Alberta last night. And it wasn't looking that way the whole time. So that was a good game, but hopefully they still have Couple demons from the sensing they got over in Edmonton. So that's good a good homestand coming up here. And there's going to be a lot of them because they only go for one game after all that to the island. And then they come back for four more. So eight of the next nine games will be at the Canadian Tire Center. You got to think the Sens need to take advantage. Bills, you know what we used to talk about all the time? And again, another road win tonight. Remember the first, I don't know, 40 road games for DJ Smith. Not a whole lot of wins away from home ice. So we're starting to yeah. see a trend here that as this team matures, maybe it's not so much the X's and O's and it's just the growth of these players playing within his system. Yeah. Although a couple icings fair. tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah. A couple icings tonight. And what was a big problem? Uh, well, no, actually, it was the fl- flip side. I was going to say Timmy wasn't scoring on the road, but he was scoring in the road. He wasn't scoring at home. But now I think, look, Timmy's feeling confident, and when he's playing center and Formanton and whoever is on that right wing, it doesn't matter at this point. Formanton and Stutzler are cooking right now. So I, I'm i excited for, for what we got here, and it's just so nice to be able to see the boys get a win and finally get uh, a reward for all their hard work they're doing here.
0: Malim's Martian on Twitter. Everyone go follow him there. You can follow the show at Send Central or on Instagram, Locked lockedon.senators. The Locked On Senators podcast is free and available wherever you download your podcast, Monday through Friday. Uh, final thoughts, Martian, what are you doing at the water cooler tomorrow? What's the What are you saying about this sends win?
2: Well, I actually, one of my co-workers is a big Bruins fan. Uh, I don't really have much on him right now, but uh, we do like to bask in Sens wins together. So at the water cooler with him, uh, I'll definitely be talking about how great the the young core looks. And guys, how exciting is it that we, we're watching these guys right now like play solid hockey and, and they're all growing. We're going to be able to watch these players, these same guys for years to come, right? Like Formant and uh Stutz the whole top line uh Branstrom now I, I would consider him in on that Shabbat all these guys like you get to know these players and, and really enjoy the growth of them because they're all just going to get better
0: yeah and you hope there's four guys who went to North Dakota in the mix there too from JBD to 100%. Sanderson to Pinto hopefully the k-train as well so yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be great to see them all come together here ridley greg doing his thing up in the whl so then the next challenge is how can the rest of the guys grow because how excited were we all of the start of this season the end of last how the first line set remember it used to be we had three third lines right either they'd have to spread out the talent so much and now not only do you have the top line but you're starting to see chemistry form between Formanton and Tim Stutzla, and now you're only missing one rather than two pieces in the top exactly. six. So I don't think there's a player who's accelerated, in my opinion, and no stranger to acceleration, Alex Formanton. but I used to be like, okay, great, gritty winger, can kill penalties, and yeah. now could he be on a second power play unit? He's starting to get a couple touches. We'll see. But the senders could certainly use a little extra dash of skill with their second unit, who I thought moved the puck around a little bit better. But 0-3 the Sens are with the man advantage. They're starting to cool down. They had that great stretch, right, as the special teams and goaltending go. So do wins and losses, typically, in the NHL. But what do you think the Sens need to do here, Pillsy, on the power play to get one, two, or maybe a third?
1: Yeah, I, this was a – I didn't notice, like – I thought their power play was just mediocre today. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I didn't think it was horrible, but obviously it wasn't great. So I think just some tinkering around and yeah, getting Formanton on that second unit is a big boost. You get a little bit of speed, a little bit of offensive talent there. And, and Hey, the emergence of Brandstrom is going to be a big part of this power play uh, succeeding too, because Thomas Chabot couldn't be the only defenseman that's, uh, that's dealing with the power play here. So I'm glad Branstrom finally is picking things up here and DJ Smith is starting to trust him.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm enjoying, sorry, uh,
2: Martian, you had something on that, right? No. Yeah. Just that, uh, you know, that first unit, I thought on, on a few of those power plays really struggled to enter the zone yet again. Uh, That was just a big thing. Once they got in, uh, it was getting cleared quickly and, and, that's if they got in. Uh, so uh, they they usually kill, you know, a minute by themselves just trying to figure out how to get in the zone. And then, you know, that's the way it goes. But they got to they gotta work on that. Well, tonight it's masked with a win. The first time for the Ottawa
0: Senators in 10 games where they've allowed less than two goals against. That was, of course, only two home games ago. But back on December 11th when Ottawa shut out the Tampa Bay Lightning, for nothing. So great to see the decor hold tight. Anton Forsberg, fantastic in goal. And Tim Stutzla earning a top spot on the highlight reel. Woo. Great for a Sens fan to enjoy a victory going on to a Monday morning. Hope you catch us on the Locked On Senders podcast. Should be out around 2 or 3 in the afternoon for your drive home. On a Monday afternoon for Laleems Martian and Brandon Pillar. I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been a Senator's Victory 2-1 on the road against the Columbus Blue Jackets.